gentlemen that episode is done recording and i've already started recording the bonus episode um that was fun that that was fun although can i can i go up and just take a quick bio break is that okay yeah you do your, yeah do what you got to do how, how are right. you doing i'm alive we okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so uh no that was a good episode brian i think it was a um, like I said, we like these bonus episodes now. They've because um, I know you and I and Sebastian had a conversation. Uh, it was either before or after, probably both, and that's why we kind of started to add these bonus episodes um, instead of like doing a Sunday morning coffee series and such. Um, these bonus episodes because we had a lot of awesome conversations after a recording, after your official episode um, that. Uh, I wish the listeners could actually hear, and that's what these are. These are the unedited, the cost, the hacking, the people having to take bathroom breaks or me spilling my wine all over my loft um, up in here. I, I call it a loft, but um, I can't stand it. It's great. <laughs> um, yeah, because here it's it's almost 7. I'm cooking dinner tonight. Um, uh, 7 a.m. Really? Is it? <laughs> uh well it feels like i mean it was a rough and i'll, I'll wait till ben's back on because ben wanted to hear what the hell happened um with our yeah, trip back pictures on social media i was always uh i didn't know what was going on uh I, that's pretty much my normal state but um, <laughs> yeah that's me too i had no idea what was going on and i was intrigued by it uh, I'm actually looking forward to hearing it as well. Yeah, it, it was it was a weird weird journey back. Are you back, Ben? I think I heard uh-huh. you coming back. Uh, uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> you getting some uh some uh sugar back in your blood there? I, I promise not to die on this episode. Okay, oh, that's that. a disappointment, but that's all right. Well, I mean, if it'd be entertaining, maybe I could make any. Hold on, let me just push some buttons here. <laughs> No, but uh, we so we went to Berlin because uh, it's only like a six and a half hour train ride because they actually have train service all over this continent. Um, so we went there for a couple days. Uh, we've been there before. We wanted to go back because we love the city. Um, you talk to Germans. They hate the city unless they're from it. Uh, they're always like, yeah, avoid Berlin. Berlin sucks. Go to Cologne. Go to Munich. And we've been to Cologne. Eh, it's OK. Berlin we loved. So. You know, that was a few years ago. We went back. We fell in love with it all over again. The weird thing about Berlin, though, I will say, um, if you can handle, like, I'm my buffalo blood is mostly German. If you can handle that hearty German food, you'll love Berlin. But uh, uh, one meal will fill you up for the day. Um, so we ate a lot of Asian food, which is massively popular in Berlin. So that was I didn't have a bad meal the whole damn time, German or Asian, because uh, we had like Japanese, Korean, Chinese food. All of it was amazing. Um, Vietnamese. Oh, we had an amazing Vietnamese place, too. That said, we were leaving yesterday. Uh, our train didn't leave till 2.30. And, uh, yeah, that just seemed normal. Uh, we went to Hamburg. We got to Hamburg. Just going to do a quick thing where we can grab some food. We had 30 minutes between trains. Uh, we're taking the escalator up inside the train station because all these train stations are huge as we get to the top the cops because there's alarms going off everywhere but for whatever reason alarms don't trigger me for any reason i just ignore them i'm probably going to lead to my demise one day um and the cops standing at there roping off 
right at the top of the escalator with the police tape and they're telling us turn around and i look back i'm like how it's an escalator uh so they point to the stairs i didn't notice we go back down the stairs we go to the outside we get our food um again no big deal um you know just alarms going off and bangs and stuff still haven't figured out anything in the news about what any of that was but we end up back on our train once we figured out it was ours and now there's delays. They said there's something on the track or something. I look, I've looked back now. Apparently, storms were already taking stuff down onto the track. I didn't know there were storms moving through Europe, but apparently there were some massive ones. And off we go towards Copenhagen because that was our only transfer for this trip. And we left about 40 minutes late, which, you know, whatever. We're just going to get back here around 10 10 15 at night for it wasn't a scheduled stop all of a sudden we just stop it's super dark little little train station somewhere in denmark and the police come on the train escorted by the staff and about a few minutes later a guy comes out with all his paperwork escorted out by the staff so somebody got arrested on the train for whatever reason again have no idea why but it was just another delay and these delays become important because now we get back on schedule and suddenly over the loudspeaker um, it's all in Danish and then German, neither of which I understand. And then they break into English and they're like, we will not be making it to Copenhagen tonight. And I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> no, that's not the first thing I want to hear. Now, I understand why everyone who speaks Danish and German looked very frustrated, but I didn't understand the rest of what he said. The bridge that we used to cross, it's like a 18 kilometer bridge crossing. And so they keep coming over the loudspeaker and announcing, oh, we're, we might do this. We might do this. Uh, we think we're going to stop here. We're going to see if we can move on to a dense because we have to cross another bridge to even get to a dense. How, and I'm how pronounced- high are these bridges? Like, are they pretty close to the water so that the wave would, would affect them? Um, I would say that the, the little bridge was too dark for us to see. Uh, so we crossed that one. But the other bridge that was 18 kilometers long, um, it's high up. But I could see how a rogue wave or really bad winds could lead to a tragedy. Um, and and plus the conditions, you, the conditions were just super unsafe. And so and once we a, got. By the way, yeah. I just wanted to compliment Ben on a good question. Yeah, well done, oh, Ben. Th- th- thank you, Brian. <laughs> you know what? Like, I'm going to choose that, you know, per our previous podcast, I'm going to take that along with the negative feedback and make a complete picture of, of my own worth. What's a kilometer? I just want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, they stopped. They stopped again. And then we were stopped in Odense. And it's, I don't know, we're already so behind schedule. It's like 9.30, 9.45 at night. Uh, we we're supposed to be home in Copenhagen already by 9.20. They're really not giving anybody inf- any information. And then they're like, okay, well, we're not proceeding till at least 1 a.m., um, so if you wish to stay here, you can go get food. But also at this point, it's approaching 10. So most places have already closed in terms of food. But there's like one 7-Eleven and like a pizza joint that might deliver, but they can't confirm it. And so we just made the call because they're like, well, we could leave at one or two or four or five or we might not leave till 10 in the morning. So I could sleep on a train and never make it home tonight is what you're saying. Uh, so we got a hotel. So we left the train. We got a hotel. The train at some point must have left because it wasn't there when we woke up. Um, but we were allowed to board any other train for the next 48 hours that got us back to Copenhagen. Um, so we boarded one train. 
they made us transfer at Roskill. They made us transfer again somewhere else. We had to keep transferring trains, and there's a lot of tired, unhappy people. <laughs> and so I made it back home 22 hours after we left Berlin. Uh, so it was a pretty long day, long experience. We were super hungry getting to the hotel because we weren't expecting to be trapped in a city where we couldn't get food because all the grocery stores and everything had closed. We thought we'd be making it home where we had food. Um, so future train trips, I'm definitely just randomly packing a lot of food in my that, bag. That is my number one complaint about Europe is, you know, as a, a, a rather large, fat American, I want to be able <laughs> to have food security that no matter the time of day, I can get something unhealthy into my mouth. Anything. I mean, Anything. something, a pizza, a burger, uh, a chicken tender and or wing. We uh, had gummy bears, a chocolate and wine in the bag because I was just bringing it home. Got to be a meal. You know what I mean? Like, that's not going to do it. That was our meal. <laughs> we no, finished the bottle. That's also why I'll never move to Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, you know what you did. What did Richmond do? I mean, they didn't have food. Like, the only place I could find, there was a, I'm sure this is super interesting for Brian. Brian, if you ever go to Richmond, Virginia, it's a nice town, very affordable. Um, you know, interesting. But I'm I remember. My, say again? I'm riveted. You're riveted. I know. Well, I mean, you know, of course, when we talk about, you know, being stuck in a train for 22 hours, you can feel like you're there stuck on the train for 22 hours. Yeah, I just feel like whatever uh, the story lacks in interest, it makes up for in length. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> there was really a beginning, Ouch. a middle, a middle, a middle, a middle, a middle, and then we're getting close to the end. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Richmond, no food after nine. I actually remember I was on the street. I was like, hey, you know, we just got here. Do you know someplace I could get food? And someone goes, no. So anyway, that's that's that my it. two cents. Yeah, that's all. Just you can't get food <laughs> after nine, which is not cool with me. Uh, well, you guys uh, also, your game's in, what, three hours, Brian? Yeah, I th- but I thought the story was going to go till the end of the game. Is it? Is it, <laughs> is it, is it over? Are we in Copenhagen yet? Oh, we're in Copenhagen. Yeah, oh, okay. basically, we, we ended up in Copenhagen. I hopped on the Metro. I got home very hungry, very tired, and yeah. What did you eat? Going to be arrested, or I don't know. I thought... Those cops were coming. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when cops start boarding a train randomly after you've already gone through the board, you're like, okay, what the hell's happening? It's just one stop after another. Oh, I was reading a good book though. No one cares. No, wait, what were you reading, Chris? Let's talk about yeah. that. It's a book called Berlin. Oh, oh who, who's it by? Uh, fuck. Irving Berlin. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> it's just it's an autobiography. It has nothing it's to do like with It's like, I don't know. I have to look it up real quick. Schaeffler. But it was written in 1910 and republished in 2021. It talks about how Berlin is basically a city that has no identity, and that's its identity. It's it's actually really kind of interesting. It, it just talks about the culture of the city and what's created it. It's a, it's a good point because it kind of, you're right. Like it, was, it only started existing in its current incarnation after the, the wall fell, right? Eh, No. Okay, fine, um, whatever. I'm, you know, barely literate, so what do I know? No, you moron. That's what he was just. That's what he was saying. I think. I heard yeah. that. I was, I was hoping the book would talk about all that stuff, and then, of course, it's wrapped in plastic there for some reason. So I'm like, well, from the quotes on the back, this book looks like it's going to be amazing. It's going to talk about like I thought at least the recent century of Berlin. Uh, and then when I read the foreword, I'm like, oh, the book was written in 1910. I'm like, okay, so this is going to be the only modern thing talked about in this book. Um, yeah. So 
it's interesting. It's just not what I was hoping for. But I'm like a third of the way through it. So, so I have uh, there's actually something I wanted to ask you guys uh, your opinion on, and uh, it's 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 a very tangential. It's not related to the story. So I, it, is this an okay time to start getting your guys' advice on something? Sure, 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 sure. All right. So so I am uh, about to be 36 years old. Uh, when I was a kid, I always wanted to play hockey, but with the I took skating lessons for a little bit, and then we moved back to the south, and there was no ice to speak of. So now as a 36-year-old, I'm living my childhood fantasy. Now that I actually have, you know, like some income and can buy uh, equipment, I am going to be playing my first, uh, you know, beginner intro lesson hockey game tomorrow. Ooh. Um, I just learned how to stop last week. My my lovely partner and I, uh, she's she's a you know former ballroom dancer, so she actually figured it out much quicker than I did. Um, what what are things that I should keep in mind in in kind of my first go? It, keeping in mind, like I barely know how the socks work, uh, the pants. I'm gonna try them on for the first time a little bit later to try to figure out how this this whole thing goes together. I gotta I gotta tape up my stick. Any suggestions, guys, for a, a middle-aged uh, weirdo who's trying hockey for the first time? Did do you, do you have a cup? I do. I do have a cup. I wish I could say it was like the XXL, but it's probably just like a medium. It's like a gel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, it's yeah. I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna stop there because it's still a family podcast. But you know, is it? I, this is the bonus episode. If you're listening to it, it's been a Explicit well, language has been checked. So I, th- I thought uh, I thought your 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 mom Brian isn't she a, a listener? Given all the death threats she sends us. No, she just likes to give death threats. Oh, <laughs> of course she does. Well, we were we were we were dishing on the com- Canadians earlier. I mean, now this is a great opportunity. Of course she does. She's American, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. She just doesn't like the name Sebastian ever since uh, Parks and Rec when little Sebastian died. Um, oh, I was thinking the crab from uh, <laughs> Little Mermaid, but that's good too. Oh, yeah, that's uh, a terrible movie. Um, (laughs) Well, I'm glad everybody's safe. I think playing, um, you're never too old uh, to play hockey for the first time, unless you're 36. But the (laughs) the idea for me is that I think as long as you have fun, legitimately, and the only advice I would give you, I'm being serious on this, is watch, control your stick. Because the the less experienced people have a tendency to get their stick very high, and that's where high sticks and, and, and injuries come. So just make sure you keep your stick at a low at a low length. Imagine you're at gun range. The most inexperienced people at a gun range are the most dangerous. Yeah. Well Seriously. said. Okay. We're the crazy person. <laughs> Who keeps talking about their neighbor while they're uh, shooting at a target. <laughs> No, Jim, I will not take down my Christmas decorations. <laughs> All right, so have fun. Keep my stick on the Keep ground the and watch it carefully. Yeah, and and just uh, take it really serious and um, be really ashamed of your mistakes. Oh, so basically just what I do now, but also on hockey. Correct. Got it. I okay, think cool. if anything came from the original podcast, the part of it, they would understand. <laughs> That's that's where we want kids and people to go. There it is. <laughs> Never look up. Okay. <laughs> Only look for the puck. Um, yeah. Goalies How, are goalies, awesome. Plow, oh, yeah. they're great. That's right, Chris. You, yeah. I know your your love of goalies, of course. Stay away from us. They're very dangerous. Um, you know, 
random hugs. Hockey hugs are the best. So have some hockey hugs. Okay. Okay. These are all these are all good. I don't know if you guys find can the biggest me. guy on the ice and hug him. Well, that's I mean, it's going to be me most likely, unfortunately. But <laughs> yeah, I'll hug monster. myself, but then I have to be shamed <laughs> about other things. So since you're the monster, find the smallest person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let so, him know who's let him know who's bigger. <laughs> so Chris, I know you you haven't played in a little while ever since the the knee surgery. Yeah. Um, Brian, are, are you still a, an active player? Do you ever get involved in like a beer league or something? Uh, no, I would die. I, I used to, and I loved it. Um, uh, my anger would come out. Um, we tried to get a generals team going this year, and then with COVID and all that, didn't happen. Um, maybe next year we'll get the generals uh, staff playing. I know Eric, my associate head coach, plays once in a while. He stinks. And then um, I have. <laughs> Odie, my assistant head coach, he's also a moron, um, and he uh, he plays men's league, and he scored the other day, and uh, uh, he won't stop talking about it. So that's that's not annoying at all. When oh, so that's years. a piece of advice. Like, if I score, I need to just constantly make sure everyone has it at the forefront of their mind at all points. Yeah, I mean, you should tell your wife and, you like, on social media, you know, hey, I scored my first goal at 30, so everyone will really care. And they'll picture be really the, <laughs> have a picture of the puck. Have a tape. <laughs> My first goal ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is this is all great stuff. I can't wait. I, I don't know what the policy is on checking or fighting, but I know, Chris, uh, where I were at a fighting league, I would definitely ask you for some pointers there, too. Brian, I don't know if you're aware. I think you and Chris have a lot in common when it comes to anger on the ice. Uh, Chris, <laughs> as a goalie, has been thrown out of many games uh, yeah. for, for starting things. Um, it's, it's retaliation, but the retaliator sure gets caught. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, 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 a, I'm a big fan of uh, aggression. Um, on the ice and, and, uh, for no reason, especially like, that's my, that's my big thing is, is I'm sure Chris too, like somebody like ran into him by accident. And instead of just being like, no problem, he like rips the guy's face off and then like pushes it into the ice. That's, that's why I, my blocker, my blocker is basically my brass knuckles. Yeah. You put like a razor blade in there. Yeah. 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 Right up the chin. Ooh, done that. Yeah, I'm literally like the Garth Snow, Billy Smith, jackass goalie on the ice. Probably why I'm hurt. <laughs> so, yeah. It's probably like like karma to prevent you from like killing someone else. It's like let's let's take this guy's knee out so that he can't uh, exact violent revenge on somebody for a perceived infraction. Brian, do you? I, I suspect you probably need to go start getting ready for a game, and I know I have to go start uh, dealing with with uh family duties i have to cook dinner yeah yeah well i i just want to thank you guys for having me it was good to rip on some people and uh really give them a good reality <laughs> check so uh and and i hope you're wonderful in your game tomorrow um uh i hope you put some video together maybe somebody yes. films it and and shares it on the social media i think you owe it to the people that uh, listen, the, all nine of them, and and make sure that they uh, get to see the video. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll leave on that note, like a Costanza. Uh, thanks, guys. I appreciate your uh, time. All right, thanks, Brian. Later, Ben. Later, guys. Have a great day. All right, later. <laughs>